Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Coffee and Chip Bosses podcast. This is the place where we talk about enjoying life, about getting things done, and becoming the best version of ourselves. I'm your host once again, Richard Spencer, and thank you so much for joining me this week. Um, as far as life going on right now, I, I see life as far as seasons, and I think as a nation, and of course me personally, but specifically as a nation, I feel like we're in two seasons right now. So the first season, unfortunately, is hurricane season. And this um, this has been one of the craziest hurricane seasons I think I've witnessed. Um, and I think we've had as a nation. Like, of course, we have different, we have hurricane seasons every single year. Um, that's no different. But it seemed like this year, it's more of the forefront. It's more powerful than ever before. It's more... More just like affecting our lives in different ways, uh, whether it's losing life, whether it's losing property, losing uh, memories when it comes to pictures and things like that. It has been really, really rough, uh, specifically for the state of Texas and Florida. Um, but just us as a nation, we've been really going through it this hurricane season. So I just want to just to pray, just to think about the people that are being affected uh, give as much money as you possibly can to the people that are affected. Uh, not only the people that lost life, not only the people that um, has been affected like that um, negatively, but think about the people that lost homes, the people that have lost cars, the people that have been displaced. Uh, like I have right now, I have friends that was affected by Hurricane Katrina and they still in Augusta right now. So that one storm totally changed their whole entire lives. And I'm pretty sure that the hurricane that has hit Texas, the hurricane that has hit Florida so far, will affect other people like that. And once again, not just uh, us, not just the United States of America, but Cuba, um, the Caribbean, all kind of different people um, in this nation and in this world has been affected negatively, um, have been impacted horribly by this hurricane season. So that's one of the seasons that we're in as a nation. And it, it's kind of funny to transition into this season off of something so uh, powerful and so impactful. But uh, it's also football season, right? Like college and the NFL is back in the groove of things. And, you know, as the United States, uh, football runs everything. Well, not everything, but it's a big part of culture, whether you love football or not. You can't avoid it. You can't get away from it. You're going to hear it about it uh, on your job while you're driving, perhaps listening to the radio, or you might have some people in your family that love it. But this has this is a unique football season for me. Uh, for one, this is the first time since I want to say 2007, 2008, that I'm not in fantasy football, which is totally weird to me because. Uh, fantasy football has been a big part of my life. Um, it's been a big part of my, me and my wife as well because uh, she got into it, I think, around 2009, 2010, and we bond around those things. But life is just crazy for me right now. Like I said, I'm trying to finish up my master's. I'm trying to be consistent with the Coffee and Chat Bosses podcast. I'm really focused on becoming a healthier person, becoming more fit. Um, all those things take time. And fantasy football is fun. It's not like the most time-consuming thing in the world. But in order to for me to get to where I want to go, there are things in which I would have to say no to. And uh, I was on Twitter the other day. Uh, that's another thing that I have to say no to. But 
that's another note. Uh, but I was on Twitter and I, and I saw somebody say that uh, you have to make a no list. And it, it hit me big time because I I know that I have to say no to certain things. Um, but to actually write down to say, hey, no, I'm going to say no to fantasy football. I'm going to say no to playing video games more than five hours a week. Or I'm going to say no to doing this. I'm going to say no to uh, eating donuts, which I absolutely love. Blueberry mumpkins from Dunkin' Donuts and the blueberry donut cake from Krispy Kreme. I've been saying no to those things. Well, I didn't say no last week, last Saturday. But anyway. I'm focusing on saying no to those things. So try that. Try to say, have a no list. Just write down everything that you're going to say no to. And that would possibly help you um, get to your yeses and perform the things that you're going to say yes to. Um, but, yeah, so no fantasy football for me. Um, I'm a big Florida State fan when it comes to college football. That's my favorite team ever since. Uh, let me see. Um, Ward. I forgot his, I got, forgot his first name. Um, but Ward Dunn. Um, all kind of people back in the day, back in the 90s, when they was really, really awesome. Um, so I love them. Um, and the NFL, man, it's it's going to be crazy because, first of all, and I put this on Facebook uh, a while ago, first of all, I didn't know that the season started this past Saturday, and that absolutely blew my mind because that has never happened to me ever since I've been um, engulfed, shall I say, into the NFL, like, the game was on Thursday. One of my favorite teams, the Patriots, was playing on Thursday. And I didn't know that the game was on. I didn't know it kicked off until I saw somebody talking about it on Facebook. And that absolutely blew my mind. Um, and I think part of that is, of course, I want to be productive and I want to get things done. Um, but another thing, too, is that I'm still recovering from the Super Bowl. Like my Falcons was up 28-3 to and they still lost. So at this point, I feel like the season doesn't matter. Like, you can be perfect. You can go uh, 18, 19, and 0. You can win every single game by 85 points. You can get to the Super Bowl. You could be up by 25 points and still lose. And the whole season doesn't matter after that point. So I think that is still affecting me negatively. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, I saw um, one half of the Falcons game. I'm like, oh, they look okay. But once again, it doesn't matter until the Super Bowl. So, yeah, that sums up my football season. It's going to be a crazy one. We'll see how it goes. But enough about football season and hurricane season. Let's talk about right now about uh, the five-minute journal. Um, first of all, shout out to uh, the new listeners, uh, especially the people that I work with. I was able to talk to them about it a little bit, um, and they really – they really motivated me to keep it going with the podcast. And one of the things that one of my coworkers, Chris, pointed out was that um, was that he really enjoyed a five-minute journal. He um, enjoyed and appreciate uh, being introspective. That, that's one thing that we need to start doing, I think, more, and especially me. Um, we look at outside things like, what am I doing? What am I getting done? What do I need to get done? But sometimes you need to take a, a, take a step back. And look into yourself I'll say, and say things like, okay, what are things that are positive that is happening in my life right now? Um, what are the, some of the things that I would like to get accomplished today, tomorrow, in a few weeks? And how am I feeling about myself right now? Because little do we know that the subconscious thoughts that we have, the, some of the things that we don't really focus on, don't think that affects us, actually have a big impact 
on our successes and our failures. So shout out to uh, me of your, my coworkers. Man, I got I got some amazing coworkers. I love every last one of them. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's get back to the five-minute journal. So I got a few things that I'm grateful for. Uh, one of the things that I'm grateful for uh, was I had a successful PTA meeting. And for those that don't have PTA meetings, I just say parent-teacher association meeting with my, my oldest daughter, Nadia, doing great in school, one of the top kids in her class, which I love. You know, I'm, I'm a competitive dude. I ain't going to lie. When, it, when the teacher said that she was one of the top of the class, I said, oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That, that, that reminds me of me back in the day. Boy, I was, I was, I was a beast back in third grade. Like, I remember in third grade we had the multiplication uh, competition. I was just killing everybody. I was like the Tom Brady. I was like, I think I was undefeated when it came to multiplication and division and all that stuff. But anyway, I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about my girls. Um, but also – my little one, my little girl, Arya, she didn't go off too much because we was all packed up into a room uh, with a whole bunch of teachers, the principal, um, parents, kids, and everything. And to be honest, I was absolutely terrified that entire day. I was so worried that something was going to change. Uh, Arya was going to go off. She was going to yell. She was going to scream. She was going to say no because she loves saying no for some reason now. Um, I was just terrified, like, throughout the day, you guys, my coworkers, I was just talking about, like, man, I got to go to this PTA meeting, and I don't know what Arya is going to do to embarrass me, um, because I'm I'm a really quiet person, mostly, um, so I don't want to make too much noise when I'm out in public, uh, but Arya doesn't care. You're going to know that Arya is in the room. Um, if you're anywhere near her, you're going you're gonna to know that she's in your presence at that time, but uh, so, yeah, I was nervous. And I went to the daycare to pick Arya up to go to the PTA meeting. And I was telling the teacher, I was like, you know, I'm nervous. You know how Arya is. She, one thing is going to happen. She's just going to go off. She's going to scream. She's going to say no. Um, she, she's she's going to be a handful. Um, and the teacher, she was like, you know what? You want me to get you some snacks? And I said, that is why you are a professional. Because I didn't think about that. So I was loaded up with snacks. I had cheese crackers. I had uh, was it the fishes, the, the goldfishes? I had those. Um, they had cookies at the PTA. I loaded up on everything. And yeah, I know it's not the most uh, healthy food for my little girl, but I was desperate and I didn't care, you know. So she was loaded up. She ate everything that I had. Um, and there were moments that she had, right? Like she, she's at the point now that she'd be like, Daddy. And I say, Huh? And she'll say, Daddy. So she'll just go crazy, even though I'm giving her some attention. She want eye contact, she want body position, and she want verbal confirmation that she has my com- that that she has my attention. So, um, but besides that, it was a good, successful one. I was excited. Um, I was on pins and needles the entire time, but my wife she kind of noticed at the end that we was going to get go over the edge. She knew that all she you could kind of see it on her face that. It was it was about that time. Like she was done, she was done being cool and and collect. It was time to go off. So my wife took her away and took her to the classroom. So shout out to Stephanie for that as well. But yeah, it was a good, successful PTA meeting. Even though I was absolutely terrified the entire time. Another thing that I'm that I'm grateful for, um, and this is about uh, next week. Actually, this week is uh, the iPhone event is coming. The iPhone 8, the iPhone, uh, what is it, the 8 Plus, and uh, what we believe is the iPhone X. So this year, uh, it looks like Apple is going to release three new phones. So 
Um, they're going to upgrade the, the iPhone 7 to the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus. Um, but they're also going to come out with this new kind of futuristic uh, new phone called the iPhone X. And some of the key features is what they call Face ID. So any of you uh, iPhone users or any Android users as well, most of us are used to unlocking our phones um, with our thumbprint. But now Apple is coming out with a what they call Face ID. Um, and with that, you just unlock it with your face. And this isn't the first phone that has that, right? Like the Note 8, I believe, and the Galaxy um, 8. Uh, they have it as well. But um, from my understanding, they're gonna Apple is going to use some infrared technology and, and some new um, futuristic camera technology to really uh, take it to the next level. So um, you should be able to unlock your phone even though it's dark in the room or unlock your phone, phone even though you're not looking at it straight on. So really looking forward to that. Um, I'm just excited. I'm saving all my money up for it. Um, my wife don't think I'm going to get it um, because we need to save money, but I am going to get that phone. I have made my mind up every year I'm getting a new phone regardless. That's who I am. And I am comfortable with myself. So, yeah. So, that's, those are the things that I'm grateful for um, and what will make today great. Um, so, September 6th, um, I said that I really spending good time with my girls uh, will make that day great. Um, so, I, to be honest with y'all, I'm super duper busy right now. Like, I'm really focusing on health and I might talk about that more in the future. But I'm waking up 445 in the morning. Going in, lifting heavy weights, just throwing weights around, um, exercising hard, eating right. On top of that, I'm working hard to get my master's, which, by the way, kicked off this week. It's going pretty good so far. Um, I'm really focusing on that work, trying to maximize the eight hours that I have there, the eight, nine, ten hours that I have at work, trying to maximize that time. Um, and all of that stuff combined, it, it, it leaves a little bit of time, um, not as much time as I want uh, for my family. Um, and I can't let that go by the wayside because I'm realizing now at the age that I'm at is that success is good. Success is fun, right? Like professional success. But man, if your family unit, if that, that core unit that you're responsible for is not operating at peak condition, then, um, you're not operating at peak condition. That life isn't operating to the best of its abilities. And, and to be honest, like, as a parent, I owe my life to my girls. Like, they didn't ask to come into this world. So they deserve a dad, a good dad, a dad that's there for them, a dad that we invest in them, a dad that absolutely loves, cares for them, um, and all of that good stuff. So um, spending time with them and focusing time on them is, is really important to me. Um, <laughs> and on that note as well, uh, which is kind of funny, following that. So September 7th, I said, uh, what will make that day great will be asking my mom uh, to watch the girls on the weekend. Uh, so that's funny. So I want to spend time with them on the 20, on the sixth of September, and then I want to ask my mom to watch the girls on the seventh of no no uh, September. So uh, so my wife is out of town, right? Um, she's going to a spiritual retreat, which is I'm really excited for her for that. Um, and it's, it was just me and the girls for the weekend. Um, and uh, so I needed some time. I mean, I want to spend all the time that I can with my girls. But there are times, right, that I need to focus, uh, just pour all my energy into learning and to doing other things. So I actually did that. My girls got to cheer with them uh, for a moment, got to cheer with my mom, which they call Nana, got to cheer with my grandma um, and their papa um, and their cousins. They got, a, they got a whole bunch of cousins. 
Um, and their cousins love them. They love them. So uh, they got to spend time together and all of that good stuff. But it's kind of funny because it it, it reminded me that, uh, yes, I'm a grown man, but shoot, I still need my mama. Like, <laughs> no matter how old I get, no matter how ind- how independent I get, mama is still there for me. So shout out to my mama and my grandma and all of my good folks in my family. Thank you so much for, for helping me out. Um, and lastly, uh my my affirmation. So I said that I am focused. Um, and that's another thing that I, I am focused right now, but I think I got to get even further when it comes to my focus because I have so many ideas, so many things that I want to do in my life. Um, so much so that are times that I get um, incapacitated, right? Like I become paralyzed by the number of choices and the number of things that I want to do. But I need to learn how to be able to focus uh, find three or four uh, maybe great ideas when it comes to health, when it comes to um, productivity, when it comes to uh, family life, and focus on those things because the more laser focused I can become, the more I could com- I can be accomplished um, in a short amount of time. So I am focused, uh, and I'm going to make sure I remember that. So uh, that's my five-minute journal. And once again, I really want to open this up to the world, right? Like, I just don't don't want to talk about myself all the time. I want you to share with me some of the things that you're grateful for, some of the things that make your day great, and, and some of your affirmations. So please email me when you can at getitdone at coffeeandcheckboxes.com. Or even quicker, um, you can hit me up on Twitter, and that's at uh, coffeecheckbox. So that's all it is, at sign coffeecheckbox. And Instagram, if you want to uh, take a picture of it, I don't care. Uh, take a picture of something that you're grateful for, um, anything that you can do. Um, and the username for that one is coffee underscore and underscore chip boxes. So hit me up when you can. All right, so now it's time for the coffee corner. Um, pull up a, a chair, get your favorite coffee mug, get your favorite coffee. Um, right now, my favorite coffee right now is uh, the blue bottle coffee that I talked about last week. Um, it's from Ethiopia. Um, it's called Ethiopia, Ethiopia uh, Guji Raga, um, and I actually got some show notes about uh, this uh, location. Actually, um, I was able to do some research on it. So this coffee comes from um, Guji, Ethiopia. It's near Yergeshev, which is kind of exciting to me because Yergeshev uh, coffee is, is some of my favorite coffee. It's one of the first. Um, uh, types of coffee that I got when I started really getting the coffee, and this always ha- has a special uh, part of my life. Um, so, yeah, the more research I did, so Blue Bottle said that uh, this coffee was picked in January, um, and it's available in late summer. Um, and this has a description of it. It says, and I quote, uh, flashes of passion fruit, and I, yeah, I believe that, rose or fresh cut grass. Uh, taste transitions to the next sensation before anyone can dominate. So what I get is that um, as you're drinking it, you get a flash of passion fruit. Then you might get a flash of a rose flavor, or you might get a flash of fresh cut grass. Now, I don't like grass, I don't think. Um, And I I do cut it, and it's very kind of good when you cut it sometimes. But anyway, um, that's an interesting uh, description of it. Um, I can't attest to the grass flavor of it, but I can't say that it does transition. It's interesting because you take a sip, it hits you with some flavor, and throughout the time that you're drinking the coffee, um, you can 
can definitely get a sense of different types of flavor um, kind of maneuvering and flowing together. It's kind of weird talking about that in a way, especially if you're not a real coffee drinker, but it's the truth. That's what it is. Uh, <laughs> um, and some of the, the flavors is, once again, passion fruit, rose, and peach tea. So one of my favorite coffees. I like it a lot. And um, I actually got some new coffee coming up next week. I'm excited uh, to share with you. It's a new company. I don't think I talked about it on the podcast before, but uh, it's coming up next week. It's nice. I just got it in the mail. I can't wait uh, to share it with you. I can't wait to, to sip it, to taste it. I'm really, really, really excited about it. And uh, now it's on to the coffee mug. So the coffee mug for this week um, is a returning favorite of mine. I got it from Sit Flash over Georgia. Um, it's a, a very unique shape. Um, it was one probably one of my biggest coffee mugs that I have right now, actually. I want to say it is the biggest. It's the tallest. It's the biggest. It's got the biggest handle. It's kind of... You got to be strong, right, to handle it in a way. Um, and it's actually a a Batman coffee mug, right? So it's jet black. It has the Batman symbol on it. It stands out. It's really strong. Um, the cool thing about it is that it has interesting shapes to it. So it's shaped like his body armor, right? So if you remember Batman, he has the body armor, um, especially the app section. You can really see the defined app section of that. And um, that's what it has. On this coffee mug, um, it makes me kind of jealous because that's what I'm kind of aiming for when it comes to health. I want a six-pack or a seven. Can you have a seven-pack? I'm not sure. Um, but let's, let's roll with six to eight. Six to eight packs of abs. Um, that's what I'm going for. So not only am I drinking coffee from this coffee mug, I'm kind of looking at it and envisioning um, the type of shape that I want to be in. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of weird. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I definitely like this coffee mug. It takes up a lot of space in my in my uh, coffee collection. So um, it really stands out a lot. So, uh, yeah, that's the coffee mug that I have for this week. And uh, I want to open that up as well. So if you got any coffee mugs that you like, I would like to share it on Instagram or Twitter. That would be a, a cool way to, to kind of get the cool coffee mugs out into the world. Like, I think we can make this a movement. Like, people need to see coffee mugs. It's a, it's a new culture. It's, it's something that can be a sight in that times, I guess, or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, hit me up on Twitter at uh, Coffee Checkbox or Instagram once again at Coffee underscore and underscore Checkboxes. So now, um, despite some of the negative news, all of the negative news that we've been having, um, there's some good news in the world and that, that always gets me excited. So let's talk about the Good News Network right now. Um, and I got an inter interesting one. Um, it's focusing on uh, technology. So Apple, um, the makers, of course, of the iPhone and other devices, and Cochlear uh, teamed up for hearing aids. Um, so, uh, and this comes from TechCrunch.com. Cochlear um, got approved um, in June for what they call the Nucleus 7 sound processor um, that can now stream sound directly from compatible iPhones, from iPads, and iPod Touches uh, to the sound processor um, of the hearing aid. So there were other uh, hearing aids, right, that can get sound from the iPhone, of course, right? Um, and they have uh, iOS apps to control the sound and to do other things. But the cool thing about this one is, is that you don't have to download an app. Like, it's embedded 
um, into the iPhone itself. So I'm pretty sure Apple had to do some kind of uh, technical things to the operating system to allow this to happen. Um, so people that have implanted um, hearing aids, they can actually control the sound and do things um, using the iPhone without having to download the app. Like it's, it be, that hearing aid has become a first, what I like to say, a first class citizen um, of the iPhone ecosystem. And the cool thing about this is that um, more than 50 million Americans um, experience some type of hearing loss uh, for one reason or another, right? Um, so there are a lot of people that are affected by hearing loss. Um, and Apple and Cochlear, they work together for, and it says that they actually worked for a number of years um, to develop a hearing aid program within the company of Apple. So I really appreciate that um, because if you think about it, Apple didn't have to do this. There are other ways um, for people that have hearing issues to use the phone, um, but Apple invested time, they invested money, they invested engineers, um, project managers, so, many, so much stuff that we don't really look at uh, for a number of years uh, to help um, at least 50 million Americans and countless other people around the world that has hearing loss um, but also uses iPhones. So shout out to Apple and Cochlear for, for doing something that they didn't necessarily have to do but something that is important and something that I think that I would love to see other um, even more uh, companies do. Uh, not just look at the bottom line, but find ways to help other people um, that has disabilities or it, any other thing like that. All right, so let's get into this week's lesson. So before I get, before I jump into it, um, I want to talk about my current focus right now. So um, my current focus right now um, is uh, being healthy. So like I mentioned earlier, I want to exercise. Um, I want to eat. Um, I want to eat properly, of course. I want to exercise. I want to be in the best shape of my life. I want to have as much energy as I possibly can um, by being healthy. Um, and I'm also focusing on um, what they call mindfulness. So what that means is that I'm going to be able to be totally focused on whatever I'm doing at that current moment and not worrying about the past, not worrying about the future, but just solely focusing on the thing that I'm doing at that very moment. So whether that's spending time with my wife, whether that's podcasting, whether that's uh, developing the apps that I want to create, um, being able to be focused, to be in the moment at that very moment um, is what they call mindfulness. And that's something that I'm trying to focus on and learn to do. And finally, um, getting my master. So this is very important to me, um, especially since I had to come out of pocket um, and take money out of my family budget um, to get my master's. So, of course, um, that's one of the things that I'm, I'm really focusing on to get accomplished. And through all of, all of this, um, I'm noticing that um, I'm not only battling the weights that I'm, I'm pushing when I'm, when I'm working out, not only am I battling um, my lungs and being tired as I run, um, not only am I battling not w looking at Twitter or Facebook when I'm working on something important. Honestly, I'm battling myself, right? So uh, I'm battling uh, specifically uh, the next thoughts I had um, about 
past failures or the things that I need to do or being overwhelmed um, about the number of things that I have to do. And not only that, um, just looking at the progress that I'm making. Like, for an example, so when it comes to health, I'm doing good, I'm being consistent, but I'm not seeing the change that I want immediately, right? Um, And it's easy sometimes to get down when you're not seeing um, the progress that you expected, Um, even if the progress that you expect is uh, impossible. Like, for example, I want to be able to get um, a six-pack of abs in a month. Um, (laughs) Normally, that's not doable. So even though my um, expectations is unrealistic, uh, not seeing the results can be negative on my outlook. Um, And when it comes to focus, right, I'm doing okay, um, but I have a big – Think of fear of missing out, right? Uh, what people call FOMO, fear of missing out. Um, it hits hard, especially right now because of Apple season. Like, I'm excited about seeing this new phone, and I'm checking Twitter so, so, so much just to see are there any leaks, are there any new developments about what's going to come out um, in this next week. And when it comes to my master's, I'm studying it. I'm kind of understanding it. Um, but at times, I still get nervous. Um, I still remember the time that I took this class before and I didn't do um, the best of my ability. So thinking about the negative um, past that I have can come up. Um, So I'm I'm realizing that not only am I uh, battling the things that I'm doing at that moment, but I'm battling negative thoughts. I'm battling not being able to focus and all of that stuff. So so one day I was listening to a podcast and the podcast is called The Art of Charm. I mean, you should definitely check it out. Um, it's really, really good. Um, but one of the guests that was on the show was uh, a guy named uh, Mark Devine. So Mark Devine is a former Navy SEAL commander. Um, he formed uh, a company called SEAL Fit, which focuses on um, physical fitness, I think on to the level of Navy SEALs. Um, and he was the author. He is the author of a book called The Unbeatable Mind. So the cool thing about Mark Devine is that he went from a certified accountant to a Navy SEAL commander. Like, when I realized that, he had my full attention. Like, that totally blew my mind. Like, how in the world do you go from counting numbers, from focusing on, like, uh, spreadsheets and all of that stuff to becoming one of the toughest guys in the world, honestly? Like, you would think about the Navy SEAL, um, the toughest guys and ladies that we can possibly have. Um, he, he, and he became one of those. And not only that, he became a Navy SEAL commander. Like it, it blew my mind. So I was like, okay, I got to check his book out. There's, it has to be something that he knows that I don't know. So I got the book, got it on Kindle. Um, and I read some of the the introduction and and it just absolutely blew my mind. So, um, I'm going to read, uh, one of the sentences in this book. And he says that, The big idea of this book is that you are capable of far more than you think you are. More accomplishment, more productivity, more success. But you have been kept in the dark about this potential your entire life. I call this potential your 20th factor and that you are capable of accelerating your daily achievement by 20 times what you what your current paradigm allows you to believe is possible. So once I read that sentence, I'm like, okay. I have to read this book. I have to see, is this true? And 
part of that is because I, I kind of believe that in a way, right? Like, I think most of us out there believe that there is something in us that hasn't fully been realized yet. I know I feel like that. I'm, what, I'm 36 years old right now. And I talked about this in, in previous podcasts. I feel like I'm so tired of potential. I, I want to see this potential really live itself out. So I'm like, okay, I got to read this. I got to try to do what he say do. And I got to see if this real. So here we are. Um, so I'm reading the book right now. And um, I'm liking it so far. And I like it so much that that is what we're going to talk about um, for the next month or so. We're going to talk about the unbeatable mind. We're going to see. If it's possible um, that we can achieve 20x of what we believe is possible, um, we're going to take a deep dive in this book. We're going to read it. Uh, we're going to learn from it, and we're going to perform, and we, we're going to put Mr. Mark Devine uh, to the test. Uh, so what I want to do right now before we take a real deep dive in the upcoming weeks and months of The Unbeatable Mind, I want to give a quick overview of what the book is mainly about. Um, so... The first section is, um, he calls it, uh, find your positive focus. So the first section focuses on how to focus your mind on the object, task, or idea of your choice. And as we spoke earlier, I struggle with this sometimes. Um, and Mark Devine says that the unfocused mind destroys your plans and dreams. And it makes so much sense to me, right? Like, if you're not focused, if you're not... Um, if your mind is going to totally different places than what you need to do then and then uh, not doing what you need to do as far as your dreams, it's easy to get sidetracked. It's easy to find yourself on Facebook looking at videos for hours and hours when you're supposed to be working on um, the next chapter in your book or the, the, the next comic book that you were trying to draw or anything like that. Um, so that's the first thing in that first session is learning how to focus your mind. And then the next thing that he, we're going to talk about and what Mark Devine focuses on is examining the quality of the content of your mind. And that is very powerful, right? Because I'm sure that throughout the day, um, throughout the weeks, if we really examine ourselves, we realize that we allow negative thoughts to run through our mind so much. Um, and not only that, we allow our minds to dwell and to spend countless number of minutes, days, hours on those negative thoughts. Um, and negative thoughts destroys performance. Like negative thoughts can lead to negative actions. So that's the sum of section one. We're going to learn how to uh, find our positive focus, not just focus, um, which is good, right? But positive focus. So the next session is uh, session two. Develop warrior-like discipline. Now, all of these is his words, right? So, develop warrior-like discipline. So, one thing that we're going to try to do um, while reading this book and listening to this podcast is we're going to try to change our lives, right? Um, and Mark Devine says that positive change depends on your commitment to daily effort, right? Consistency is the source of power behind change. And man, if I look back at my life, I wish I can live this life that out, right? Like, and I know I am, but consistently daily effort. I'm good at giving effort for a week. I'm good at giving effort for two to three weeks for a sprint. Um, and that's a technical term for development. Um, but I'm good for 
just pouring all of my energy out for maybe a month. But what about a month and one day? What about a month and two days? What about two months? What about two years? What about 10 years? What about my entire life? Right? Like I want to be able to consistently put out daily effort. And I believe if we do that, we can have that change, right? Like uh, another good quote that Mark Devine says is that um, the root of discipline is to be a disciple to something higher than ourselves. In this case, to elevate the importance of your human development, I'm sorry, um, to elevate the importance of your human development to the same status as eating or sleeping. My goodness, that okay. I, I got to read that again because that is that's one of the most powerful um, statements I've ever heard in my life. Okay, so Mark says that the root of discipline is to be a disciple to something higher than ourselves. In this case, to elevate the importance of your human development to the same status as eating or sleeping. Imagine that. And I want to. Oh man, I want to dedicate an entire podcast just to that one uh, statement. Um, But I want you to spend some time and think about that sentence. How can we and what would happen out in our lives if we elevate the importance of our development to the same status as eating or sleeping? Um, And another thing from this session, he says that the warrior warrior doesn't live in the past or the future. The warrior lives in the present. He or she fulfills their purpose every day. The pre-done of each day must be embraced with the same energy and uncompromising effort. Each decision counts. My goodness. So, yeah. So that's section two, developing warrior-like discipline. All right. On to section three. And he talks about cultivating excellence. So to the warrior, Mark Devine says, uh, satisfaction with mediocrity is unacceptable um, as it is unsettling to imagine. So when I think about that, I'm thinking about LeBron James. I'm thinking about Tom Brady. Um, I'm thinking about um, all of the presidents that we've had. I'm thinking about um, Kobe Bryant. Um, We can't be satisfied with being mediocre. Like we can't be satisfied uh, we're getting just straight B's on our report cards. We can't be satisfied with being in the middle of the pack. Um, in order t- for us to get uh, 20X of what we believe we can get, we got to be able to go beyond mediocrity and to seek excellence, right? Like, for an example, I'm working out right now. What are the best practices that I can do to mat- maximize the benefits? What are some of the things that I can eat? What are some of the diets? What are some of the the methods such as fasting and what are some of the supplements that I can take that can send me um, from the the middle of the pack when it comes to health to being in the top tier um, of healthiness and performance and athleticism. For an example, another example, um, if you're a teacher, what are some of the current best practices right now that you can utilize to become um, a more impactful and effective teacher? Um, and Mark Devine says that the, the choice to slow down enough to pay attention to the details, this is where we can find the opportunity to do things a little bit differently and be a little bit special. So now, session four, um, 
Mark Devine talks about earning your trident daily. Okay? So, Mark Devine says that unbeatable mind trainees know that they can't make major impact or change in the world or in their lives alone. So, this is where we start to look more specifically at how to step up as a leader of your team um, that can follow you with faith and confidence. So, this is very special um, for me right now because um, no matter where I work, no matter what I do, um, I can't help. I can't help but want to be the leader. I can't help but imagine myself um, as a translator. Um, but it's one thing to want to lead, but there is a whole other thing to live a life in which people want to follow you, right? Um, and not only that, they, they they can follow you with faith and confidence um, in you. Okay. Um, and when it comes to family, like I'm I'm the father of the family, I'm the husband, um, us, my wife, um, and we are a team, right? Um, but I imagine myself as a leader, as the leader of my family. Um, I should be able to, to raise my kids uh, to the best of my abilities um, for them to know that they can depend on me no matter what, that I'm able to protect my family, that I'm able to provide for my family, um, that they don't have to worry about whether or not I'm going to show up for that day. Um, so, under your trident daily, that, that hits me really hard. And we're going to talk about um, being uh, or what earning your trident means and things like that. Um, and Mark Devine says that it, it means that you can no longer rely on the successes achieved yesterday. Yesterday is gone. It's over. Uh, tomorrow is hopefully going to come, right? But there are no absolute guarantees there. So guess what? It's all about today. And it makes so much sense. Like right now. Can you pour all of what you need to do into it right now? Don't worry about yesterday. Don't think about tomorrow. Think about the current moment. And finally, Section 5. So Section 5, we're going to talk about building your team and taking action. Okay? So how you go as an individual, um, Mark Devine says, is that uh, it's only relevant if you can build a team and together y'all do great things um, in the world. So that's the point. Um, And I love this point because – to be honest, when I'm thinking about being productive, when I think about being um, efficient or effective, I'm always, a lot of times for some reason, focusing on myself. But no matter how good I get as a person, it doesn't matter if I'm not doing life as a, as a team. Like, as humans, we are social creatures no matter how introverted you are. Like, with me as a person, I am truly introverted. But, hey, life is a team game. Like when I go to work, I'm working as a team with my, my with my coworkers. At home, we are a team with my two little girls, with my amazing wife. Um, life is a team sport, and just there's no way we can get around that. Um, so we're gonna talk about uh, living life uh, with other like-minded teammates, um, and that's really powerful. We're gonna talk about more than likely um, having a mastermind group having a group of ladies or, or men that you can trust and that you're doing life together, that you you can motivate together, that's important because life is hard and doggone near impossible if you live in life alone. So in closing, man, oh, man, like <laughs> I feel like this book is going to hit every major part of our lives. Um, and, and I'm thinking and I'm hoping that this, this book is going to give us the basic philosophy and tools that we need uh, to have an unbeatable mind. We're going to have a mind that is strong, 
that is um that is persistent, that can overcome negative thoughts, that can overcome negative actions. Um and yeah, we're gonna do this thing. We're gonna do this thing together. I'm really excited about it. I would recommend you go get out the book. Once again, the author name is Mark Divine. The book is called The Unbeatable Mind. I got it on Kindle, um, but you can get the hardback if you need it. Um, and next week, we're going to start with chapter one. We're going to go through it. We're going to have fun with it. We're going to learn a lot. Um, so, yeah. And before I go, um, I want to leave you um, with a quote from chapter one that we're going to talk about a lot next week. And it is simply this. Uh, Victorious warriors win first and then go to war. While defeated warriors go to war first and then seek to win. And that's by Sun Zhu. So, yeah, we are warriors and we are about to win in our mind first. So, thanks for joining me. Holla at y'all next week. Stay safe. Enjoy life. And, hey, get things done.